we're not going to go into a long uh, intro. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. I am fucking stressed because I am driving to Arizona today from Colorado. But first, I have to go to work. I could have called out, but that's not me. And I know that they'll be fucked if I call out because they're a little short-handed. And... Yeah, so I'm leaving. I'm going to ask to leave early. I need to get the fuck out of here quick because I need to get to Arizona. It's a 12-hour drive, and my car is fucking loaded, and I can't really see out the back, so I'm a little nervous about that. I have my bike rack. Let me just tell you, putting a bike rack on a car is no easy feat, okay? Holy shit. And it's cold outside, so I'm literally sitting there, or standing there. Last night, it's dark because it got delivered late, and I'm trying to, like, maneuver it and get it on my fucking car. I have an SUV. It's not, like, a little car, and it's fucking, and I, I bought, I bought a nice bike, okay? Like, I, I decided to put down a couple hundo, like, it's, I think it literally spent a fucking grand on a bike, okay? This is a big bike. It was, like, it's, like, a mixture between a mountain bike and a road bike, and, trying to maneuver it onto a bike rack that I ordered from online, it didn't work. I have to literally MacGyver this thing. I'm really hoping that when I'm driving down fucking I-70 through the mountains on my way to Utah and then going south to Arizona, it doesn't fucking fly off my car. I literally have to leave early and, like, strap it on somehow. I need to stop by, like, a hardware store or something and have a man do this. I believe that women can do anything, and I literally did... I mean, I fucking drove a lot by myself, and I've done a lot by myself this past year, but this is where I need some fucking arm strength, because my fingers were hurting trying to, like, like put it on there. Oh, my God. I'm, like, I'm really nervous about this, but anywho, let's just get on with it. (laughs) It's going to be a hell of a day, a hell of a day, and I need to get to Arizona by literally driving, going to stop in Utah. Either I'm going to go to Utah or New Mexico, stop in one of those places, and then stay the night for like a couple hours, sleep a couple hours, and then drive the rest of the way to Arizona, because I need to get there like by tomorrow afternoon so I could go experience Arizona. I got some friends there that are there for the weekend, and I need to fucking go do that. So <clears throat> I need to need to go see what Arizona's about. Phoenix. I'm excited. I'm also, that's probably why I'm super hyped up right now, and it's only 7 o'clock in the morning. Um, I haven't slept in a couple days, just because that, like, you know, I've been, you know, fucking excited. Excited. Um, So, this is going to be good, because this is going to make me really be able to talk about this subject right quick, in a really nice way. Why is my throat doing this? God, if it's not my nose, it's my throat. I think we all know why. Just kidding. (laughs) All right. So this is a podcast about getting dick hooked, getting genitalia hooked, vagina hooked too quickly. We all do it. Or maybe not everybody, but I do it. Uh, Well, I used to do it. I used to get hooked too easily until I really just like sat myself down and talked with myself and been like, Jessica, why the fuck you get so hooked so easily, okay? Think about it. You meet a guy randomly, you get his number, you go on dates, 
or you go on even a date, you have a really good time, you get a little drunk, you're having great conversation. Great conversation is probably like the number one thing for me. Obviously, like I need to be attracted to you sexually, but that like gets you through the door, your hands and your shoes. You gotta have nice shoes, like cool shoes. Um, and yeah. And then, you know, you go on the date and as you know, you're sitting and you're having great conversation, you're fucking making me laugh and stuff. So switching it's on to you. You make he's making you laugh or she's making you laugh. You can really like see some potential with this human. You see potential. And then, you know, you're trying to be like the cool, 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 calm, collected girl, like the chill girl. Really cool. And, you know, not like, you know, just like being like <laughs> like laughing at his stuff but not like giving him too much and you're trying to like you know play it off that like you're you know that you don't really give a shit whether you're on this date or not because that's usually how you should you know you got to act like you don't care too much and then he keeps making you laugh you look at his hands again and then you all of a sudden picture him at the altar and you're like how would my name work with his last name like, what, what would my, what would my, I always look at my initials, because my initials are J-E-S, so if I get a person with an S as the last name, I think, wow, my initials could be J-E-S-S, because I'm going to keep my last name, and you know, you just, you look at, you look at everything, and then you snap the fuck out of it, and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I thinking about this already? I haven't even been with this person for a few hours, and now I'm thinking about the rest of my life. You know, it's evolution, you know? We're like, we're, we're meant, we're put on this earth to procreate. So, this is what we're talking about, okay? Us gals, the females, really get a bad rap. Rep? Is it rep? Reputation. Rep. Why do people say bad rap? A bad rep. We get a bad rep for having immediate penis-hooking abilities, okay? Our brain... We just get attached. Too attached. Too emotionally available. Too available. Period. Too available. That is a lot of our downfall. It is not easy for us to play the game <clears throat> of being able to just be like, you know, I we went on a date. I'm not going to text him for a few days. I fucking hate the game, first off. I think it's just a waste of time. You either like a person or you don't. But we get a little too attached too quickly, too emotionally unavailable when we're probably with a guy that's pretty unemotionally available. Wait, emotionally unavailable. Unemotionally available. That works too, I guess. Emotionally unavailable. <clears throat> so, we romanticize literally everything. That is, that's it, okay? A dude likes our picture. He loves me. <clears throat> oh my God, I'm taking a fucking sip of water. What's going on here? kind of gross to just be sitting out. I don't want to, like, keep, like, doing that to you guys. So, a dude likes our picture. What was I saying? A dude likes our picture, and we go, oh, he loves me. He looks at our story. Oh, we're exclusive. He texts us at 2 a.m. saying, you up, or hey, just a little H-E-Y. We pick out our destination wedding. 
we romanticize everything. Just kidding. If you are obsessing about a dude that texts you only at 2 a.m., you need to get your head on right, lady. Okay? Same with girls, too, basically. Or guys, with girls. Like, I mean, if a girl is just texting you at 2 a.m., obviously she's just fucked up. And usually, if a girl is only texting you that late, you got to understand that she really doesn't care. Oh, maybe she does, actually. I take that back, actually, because I feel like sometimes girls are too nervous to, like, send another text message to a dude. So if she's texting you at 2 a.m., it's probably because she has liquid courage. And we kind of are, like... We give our truth when we're when we're drunk, for sure. We definitely we're not happy about it the next morning, but we give our truth. We we speak the truth. If we text you at two a.m., it's probably because we like you. It's not because we're just trying to get our dick wet or our vagina wet. We're trying to get your dick wet with our vagina. Probably not. So that's it. We take any form of attention and latch onto it like. Uh, fucking suckling baby latches onto a teat or you know like a like a basic bitch latches onto bottomless mimosas at Sunday brunch and by basic bitch I mean me because I latch onto that I love champagne so here it is we're gonna go I'm gonna first explain how to not get attached okay because it's pretty important, but I want to first go into the science of it, because I fucking, it's all science, baby, I'm going to bill nigh it, and I'm going to let you guys understand why we get so fucking attached, because it really is, I'm not kidding, it is, it is science, it's just, it's, it's, it's our brain, you know, releasing little chemicals and shit, you know, so, before you go setting your destination wedding date, and picking out your little aliens' names, your little babies' names that you're going to have. Don't put all your huevos into uno basqueto, okay? Don't put your eggs, all your eggs, in one basket. In basket cesta. Uno cesta. Don't put all your huevos in una cesta just yet. And by huevos, I mean ovaries. Calm down. Take your eggs over easy for a second in the morning. You don't want them fertilized yet. Understand. Back it up if you get too obsessed with the dude. Okay? First off, we got the three stages of being connected to somebody. Okay? First is lust. Now, lust happens when you see a guy and you're like, ooh. And that is the, you know, the caveman mentality of you're like, ooh. That is a person. It's all by the eyes. Lust is the eyes. It's you're, you're seeing a dude and you're like, holy shit, that is what I want to procreate with. Okay? Guys, too. A guy looks at a girl across the bar, across the room, across the gym. The pheromones are flowing. And you just look at her and you're like, damn, that's what I want to procreate with. Okay? That is because the ovaries and the testes release testis, or blah, 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 testosterone and estrogen. Ovaries, estrogen, testosterone comes from the testes, obviously. That equals lust, okay? Do your ovaries tingle when you see a hot dude holding a baby? Or a dog, for my instance. I don't really care. I, don't, I haven't hit the mom part yet where if I see a guy holding a baby, it really like makes my, my ovaries like, <gasps> it doesn't do anything to me yet. But if you fucking walk in a dog... I'm like, you know what? He's probably a good person. 
and that is probably my downfall. But yeah, so you want to reproduce, obviously, if your, your ovaries are tingling, welcome to evolution. That is lust, okay? Testosterone and estrogen. Next, we have attraction. That's the first few weeks, the first few months that you're with somebody, the first couple of days that they're exhilarating, the dopamine is kicking in. So we have the hypothalamus, which is our reward center in our brain. That is where you go when you're swiping through Instagram, when you're getting likes on your picture, when you're... That's another thing. I always go, I always like revert back to social media because that's like the main thing where we get our dopamine from. But anything, even like when you're drinking, when you get your coffee in the morning, you're really excited about it to drink it because you're so used to it. It's your drug. It's like, that's the exact same thing. When you do drugs, dopamine is released. The same with cocaine and stuff like that. So that's what happens. So the hypothalamus, the reward center, is releasing dopamine. And I believe it also releases norepinephrine. Yeah, so that's the two things. You have dopamine, the dopamine's kicking in. Someone gives you attention, it equals reward. Dopamine is being little, little, little squirts out of your brain, and you're getting this kind of high off of this person. You're getting this, ooh, I feel really good when, this, when I see this person, when this person talks to me, when his name pops up on my phone. I'm like, oh, it's really exciting. Guys do the same thing when they actually like a girl. Guys are a little bit different with their brain chemistry, but I'm just going, I'll, I'll explain that later. So you also, the hypothalamus releases norepinephrine. So this is the drug, that's the fight or the drug. That's the brain chemical, that's the fight or flight, okay? That's your... Your, your appetite decreases, your sleep decreases because you have so much energy. It's actually like right now because I'm like, I know I'm moving to Arizona, so I have like so much hype in me right now. And like I don't even need coffee this morning because I'm like, whoo, I'm ready to go. Like my, my brain is tired, but like my body's, no, my body's tired. My brain is awake. So that's the norepinephrine flowing through you. So that's when like you have like that like crush where you like can't eat, can't sleep, you know, you're giddy, euphoric, you're texting until 5 a.m. because you have so much energy because you're just like, you're excited about this person, okay? That's attraction. You're flipping your shit when you see their name pop up on their phone, like that's, that's a thing. So they literally have done brain scans that show people in love. And I'm talking about like love, like puppy love, you know, like, like love, like you're, you're really excited about this person. And also like, I think like people who are just have like a, a deep connection with somebody, they have done brain scans where they show a picture of the person. They show a picture of like a random person that they don't know. And then they show a picture of the person that they love. Their brain lights up like a fucking Christmas tree. So that is that we know that the reward center in the brain is a true thing. The hypothalamus really does have something to do with the way that we act when we see somebody that we like. Next, so that was lust, attraction, now we have attachment, okay? Oxytocin and vasopressin. Those are the two brain chemicals that help develop the attachment. So oxytocin is produced by the hypothalamus. It's released during sex as well as breastfeeding and childbirth. One out of those things... <laughs> One out of those things. One out of those three things are enjoyable, okay? So you got sex, you got <laughs> breastfeeding, and childbirth. Sex is great. 
but all of those three things release oxytocin, and that equals bonding. So oxytocin is that drug that makes you like, it makes you want to like cuddle. It's called the cuddle hormone. And that's also released when like you're taking ecstasy or molly and you're taking stuff like it's also released during um, like psychedelics. You get it when you just you feel connected to people around you. That's why everybody's so happy when they're at music festivals. I've said that before. So the oxytocin is released. And also just PSA, people in relationships, if you are in a relationship, make sure you're having sex. You have to understand that that is the, that's also the hallmark, you know, communication and trust and stuff, obviously, but also the hallmark to a great long-lasting marriage is sex because it's science. You're, when you're having sex with somebody that you love, you're releasing more and more oxytocin. You feel more bonded to the person, okay? You're in a relationship. Have your dude fucking suckle on your teeth. Have him lick your nipple. Kind of the same thing as breastfeeding. I don't know if that has anything to do with the same release of brain chemicals as you would have with your breastfeeding, but, you know, just try it because it's nice anyways. But PSA to people in relationships, just have sex, okay? Have them suck your nipple, wham, you're bonded. So you have those, okay? Oxytocin and vasopressin. Vasopressin is also a, uh, is also a hormone that creates bonding as well. So... And this is where I, I bring up all these, these chemicals, like the brain chemicals. Like, it's called chemistry for a reason. When you have chemistry with somebody, it's called chemistry for a reason. It's chemicals. That's why your brain is just, you guys are like, like both of your brain chemicals are being released at the same time and you have the same feeling. Obviously, if you're like, if you're attracted to some person and the other person's not attracted to you, you guys aren't going to have the same brain chemistry and vice versa. So, that's that. But also, you have to understand that too much dopamine, and that's the dopamine that's, like, related to the attraction. So the first, like, few days or few weeks or few months that you're with somebody, that honeymoon phase, the first year even, it goes up to that. You have to understand that too much dopamine can cause adverse effects. So that is, like, when you're, when you're doing drugs, too much dopamine it's released too much, and then if something flips a switch and he's like, he doesn't text you, or you don't have that drug anymore, or something creates like a drop in the dopamine, it's like it's having too much dope, too much, too much Oxycontin, too much heroin, too much of too much can lead to like jealousy, erratic behavior, adultery, like it's just, it's, it gets to be, you, you're not yourself anymore which is crazy that that's the way it is. But, so that's what it is. And, you know, you know how, like, you know, time heals all and, like, lust fades after a while? This is why I'm, like, talking about this whole podcast. It's because, like, chemicals are absorbed. Everything is going to go back to its natural state. So when you're feeling too attached to somebody or you feel like you really, like, you fucking fell in and you're really excited about this person and stuff, that's why you have to kind of, like, and, like, hold back a second because you have to understand that that's just your brain is just fucking going crazy because you're excited about something and you have to, like, slow it down and understand that you're going to go back to the way your brain was. You're still excited about this person. You're excited that you started something new. But don't be too much because when we get too attached, it's like a drug. We get too attached to the drug and then if something happens, which, you know, 
75% of the time, the people that you date, you know, you go through dates. If you're dating and you haven't been with somebody in a while and you just, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out. I just totally made up that 75% statistic. I have no idea if that's a real thing, but everything fades. So, I'll tell you what, going to Arizona is not going to do anything for the amount of dryness that's going on. My mouth gets super dry. Everything is super fucking dry. It's a fucking, but I'm going to a desert now, so it's even more dry. Oh, my skin, my poor skin. I'm going to look like a fucking 80-year-old at 30. So, here we go. Here are the steps to not being attached. It's not just steps. It's just like, you know, like tips on not getting too attached. Now, this is also coming from a girl that got attached very easily, but I've also been doing a shit ton of like just, all I do is just read about this stuff. I listen to podcasts. I listen to audiobooks. I love the brain and I love knowing why my brain acts the way it acts and why people do the things that they do. And I just studied it. So, number one, do not get caught up in the fantasy of this human, okay? Does he cook? Does he use his fingers to text you? Does he have a good job? Does he have any job? Does he have a dog or cats if you like that? Does he make you giggle until you urinate yourself? Does he give you some mediocre to good dick? Does he look at you when you talk? He makes eye contact. Does he love his mom? Is he a family guy? Okay, wake the fuck up, sleeping beauty. Congratulations, you met a real human man. They are everywhere. He is not special. Okay, granted, I'm not giving, I'm not saying not to be excited about this. You should be excited because it, 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 he is actually special because a lot of guys are not like that. Okay, is he emotionally available? Not a lot of guys are like that. So, you have every right to be excited, but you need to understand not to get caught up in the fantasy of this human. Idealizing someone, you're going to, you're just, you're, you're taking all of the good things that you see in this human, and you're, you're putting them up at the top. And that is the oxytocin flowing, okay? It's triggered by the dopamine that's going on with the reward center when you're like, when you're excited to talk to this human. If a guy is giving you attention and you're attracted to him, your dopamine is going, it's flowing. It's going, and like, it can't make like a, like a squishy sound, but it's going like, your brain is like, it's squeezing it out and you feel good. It's going to get reabsorbed in a second, Okay. And then the oxytocin flows in. You become kind of connected with this person. It's the cuddle hormone for a reason. Put up the boundaries. Make a damn barrier wall. Beaver that shit up. Damn it up. Put a wall up. And keep the flow from happening so you could think clearly for a second. Do not only focus on the good things about a human. Because you will be... What's the word for it? I guess disappointed. You will be disappointed if all of your look, like all you're looking at, and you think that this person is the most amazing person in the world. Just give it a couple weeks. Everybody has their flaws. You have your flaws. He has his flaws. Everybody. Fucking what's that really pretty girl's name? Um, 
Emma Rod Rodzinski, uh, whatever her name is, you know who I'm talking about, the, the model, she has her flaws, she shits, she poops, he poops, everybody poops, everybody farts, everybody has bodily functions, nobody is perfect, everybody has their issues going on in their brain, everybody, just give it a little bit of time and you will see it. Okay, you could be excited about this person, but don't fantasize and think that he's Prince Charming and this is the best thing that's ever happened to you and he completes you. Nobody should be completing you. You complete yourself. He is just there to make things better. Okay, focus on his flaws as well. It's important to keep you on this motherfucker planet. Okay, look at his flaws. It keeps you on the planet. It keeps you humble. It keeps you down to earth with this. Those rose-tinted glasses are real, okay? You see everything in a romantic, rosy color. Take those off for a second. Back the fuck up. It goes with guys, too, looking at girls, okay? Even though we're more perfect than you guys. But you have to understand that everything is it's just your brain getting you attached to somebody. Everything's perfect when you're doing ecstasy and molly. There's not a bad... There's not a bad feeling going on. You feel attached to that person. You feel attached to literally the person standing next to you that's dancing. Okay? That is the brain chemicals doing their magic. They're beautiful things, and I fucking love them. But you have to, you know, you have to come back down to earth and understand that that's exactly what it is. Okay? Number two, or just, and he may be great, but just be realistic, okay? And I'm not being, like, cynical about this, but just understand. So, number two... Keep chilling with your friends. Keep doing your own thing. Keep being you, okay? A person that you fall for, that you become attached to, first off, they fell in love. They didn't fall, okay, whatever. Not they, they didn't fall in love. Whoa. They, they became attracted to and they fell in like or lust or attraction with the person that you were prior to seeing them. So any hobbies that you have, it's attractive, for girls to have hobbies because usually the only thing that we're doing is obsessing about men so it's attractive for us to have our own thing that we're doing the number when I did that podcast about like the number one thing that guys look for the one of the number one things was independence guys love to see a girl that's independent that's doing her own thing he doesn't have to entertain her constantly that's a great thing keep doing your thing Keep hanging out with your friends. A lot of the times, and I, I am very guilty of this, that when I was uh, dating people, like when I, my boyfriends, like not just like randoms, when I, when I was living back in Florida, when I would get into relationships, I backed off my friends because I was so attached to this person. I loved him so much. I loved the relationship so much. And I stopped hanging out with my friends. And guys do that too. And you have to understand not to do that. Because it, you just have to be your own person. You have to. You have to be able to keep being the person that you were. Plus, if you change, like, the person's probably not going to be attracted to you anymore because they're going to see that you're too clingy. And you, like, you looking at, like, seeing somebody that drops their friends for you. Like, if a guy did that and he, like, he didn't hang out with his friends anymore, he didn't do his hobbies, he stopped going to the gym, or he, like, I don't know, like, if he did curling. Not like bicep curling, like the ice curling, because I always wanted to meet somebody that did that. But if he did like the ice curling and he did that like every weekend and he stopped doing that completely, it's too much, okay? It's too much. Keep doing your curling. 
keep taking care of yourself. Keep having your independent mind and allowing just this person to be there just to make it more fun. He's there. The people are there just to make life more fun, to put the cherry on top of the icing of the cake that is already your fucking amazing life. And also, just another thing that you could do, and I talk about it all the time, but, you know, fucking masturbate, okay? When you feel like you're getting too much or, like, you feel like you're, like, like you're you're sitting at home and you're waiting for this dude to text you or you're like you're looking at you're staring at his Instagram or you're fucking going through all the people that are like following him and shit take a step back and go masturbate okay go look at some porn or the home shopping channel or whatever gets you off and go masturbate because again this is what happens with the brain chemicals so after an orgasm, first off, during an orgasm, dopamine peaks the fuck up. It is the fucking Mount Everest of your feelings. Okay, dopamine peaks, you feel, that's why orgasms are the best feeling in the world. I have a feeling, I've never done heroin before, but I have a feeling that an orgasm, I don't know about guys, but girls have some fucking intense orgasms. So we have these orgasms that are just like through the roof, like eyes rolling back type thing. That's our drug. That's like the body's natural drug. That's because dopamine is fucking shooting through the roof at that moment. But then, after the orgasm, it drops. Dopamine peaked, now it drops. Oxytocin also is released. But that's, uh, that's why we feel like kind of connected to a person after sex. And that's why like women release it a little bit more. Because that's why we want to like cuddle with the dude afterwards. But, and that's why guys are kind of like don't want to cuddle with you. Like after sex, guys are very like their brain kind of like switches and they just want to like go to sleep or they want to like not be touched that's because they have a different brain chemical going on they have a different like chemistry going on their dopamine peaked and now women just we release more oxytocin because we also breastfeed and we also give you know we, we have childbirth so we have more oxytocin in us and that's why we're more emotional yada 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 but after that orgasm after the dopamine drops you just feel better you feel you feel more clear-headed and you just want to go to sleep that's what it is you just want to go to sleep after you're rolling all night when you're doing ecstasy or something or after you do mushrooms any of that when your dopamine is done peaking and it drops you feel tired and that's the reason because it's down you don't have that fucking whoo that like burst of excitement anymore and you're going to stop staring at his instagram and you're going to stop being so fucking attached like a crazy woman. That's it. So, on to number three. For number two, just masturbate and keep staying with your friends. Keep doing your thing. Number three, don't revolve your universe and all its cosmos around this dude or this girl. This kind of goes with number two, okay? And I'm only saying this because this, like, I'm just trying to save you, okay? I've done the grunt work. I have uh, made the mistakes. Don't make my mistakes. I, you know, I didn't pump the e-brake when I was in relationships before. Now, if I talk to anybody or if I'm dating anybody, I pump those fucking brakes like crazy. And I understand that I am going to keep working on myself. And if this person wants to continue, they're going to be, you know, they're going to do their thing. And I'll hang out with them when I want to. They'll hang out with me when they want to. That's the way it should be. Everybody's living their own life, going through their own journey, yada, yada, yada. But... You have to make them miss you. 
Don't let go of your hobbies, your friends. Don't let the chemicals overtake your life outside of this relationship because they will. So don't let them. The dude or girl fell for you for a reason. Just make them miss you. So two and three kind of go together. Number four, enjoy the casualness of this. Enjoy the now. Be present. Don't think about the future. I want to just go into one thing also before number three. Don't drop your other options of people. When you're first starting to date, if, if, unless you guys like have the talk where he's like, I'm not dating anybody, and then you say, okay, I'm not dating anybody, that's different. But don't drop all your other options because you, have, you maybe have a chance with being in a relationship with this dude or this girl. Don't do that. Keep your options open because I have this with my friends at the moment where they are in love with, like, or they really like a dude or they're in love with him, and he kind of has not given the okay to be like, you know what, this is it, we're not dating anybody else, and they, they before, you know, anything, they just dropped everything, they dropped all of their side stuff, and they became so focused and hyper-focused on this one person, but when in reality, the dude is talking to other people too, he's living his life, doing his hobbies, doing his thing, He's, he's technically using you for, you know, fun, but you should be using him as well for fun. Until you guys have that talk where it's just like, you guys are like, you guys, you're, you're the only option. Don't be his only option when he has multiple options. Or don't make him your only option when he has multiple options. Okay? Until you're the only option, keep your options open. Now, like I said, number four, enjoy the casualness of this. So I lived with all of my boyfriends. Not, no, that's not true. I lived with a couple of them. But my last one, I moved in with him after five months of being together. Moved in. That's how much we connected. I still believe that I had the best connection with him. We were just, we're, we're, we were best friends. That's just the way it is. So I, I don't regret it because I also learned a lot about myself. I don't regret anything because it's, it's brought, everything has brought me to where I am right now. And I'm super happy about it. But... I lived with my boyfriends, and I'm just telling you, enjoy the single time, the alone time. If you feel like you need to live with a dude, get your priorities straight. You're not happy with yourself if you feel like you need to have somebody to be with to make you happy. Okay, when you're, but in the, in the beginning, it's like, that's the best time. And I don't, I don't want to say that, actually, because I want the whole relationship to be the best time, but... It is very exhilarating. The beginning when, like, you guys don't live with each other. You can eat when and whenever or what and whenever you want. You can shit with the door open. You don't have to wear makeup to bed. We all do it, okay? The first couple months, we definitely at least put a little bit of, like, you know, concealer on our eyes just to make us not look so fucking exhausted. Like, we look like a fucking troll, okay? It's just the way it is. You don't have to wear makeup to bed. You can make him actually miss you. This is also the time that you're skinny, <laughs> that, you're, that you're, your friends like you because you're actually still going out with them. Just kidding. I mean, you should, you should continue to take care of yourself and all that. But this is the time. It's the beginning of the relationship. Everything is new and it's just casual. And you just want to, you know, you're going to blink and the novelty is going to be over. So be present. You should be present anyways, not just in relationships. You should be present every single day and enjoying every single moment that you have on this fucking planet. And not only thinking about the future and the past. 
stay present, think about this shit now. Because the, all, the second, literally, right, it's on. Like right now, it's on. Whatever we're doing right now, and we're speaking it, and it's on. You're never going to see those 10 seconds that we just had, what I, what I was just saying. You're never going to see that again. Unless you listen to this podcast, which, okay. But, you know, like you're never going to experience that moment again. When you're at a, I went to Matoma to this concert last weekend, completely out of the blue, wasn't planning on having a crazy night at all, I fucking woke up not okay, it was the best fucking time though, and I just stayed fucking present in the moment, and it felt so good, because I was like, you know what, I'm probably never going to be in this situation at Mission Ballroom, seeing Matoma, and um, I believe it was two friends, was it two best friends or two something? I'm never going to see this again. I'm never going to experience it again. Let me sit here and fucking enjoy it. Take it in. Breathe it in. Take a deep breath when you're thinking too much about like something. When you're thinking about the future or the past, fucking stop yourself for a second. Meditation definitely helps you. But just fucking like sit there and take a deep breath and just be like, I'm never going to be here again. I'm never going to like before I start dating this dude and before I start like living with him take a second, look at that door that's open when you're shitting and be like, I'm never going to be able to do this again. Unless you're one of those weird couples that shit in front of each other. Which is weird, okay? I don't like even farting in front of a guy. I don't like it. I'll burp, but I still think it's gross. I'm a lady. I don't like doing that. I'm very in tune with the whole sexual thing, and I don't believe watching a guy shit or him watching me shit really keeps the sex drive going. But some people like it. Some people like blumpkins. I will not be one of them. So, you have that. That's it, okay? You're going to blink. The novelty will be over. It's going to be gone. You're going to blink, and you're going to just be fucking 20 years down the road. He's going to be dutch oving you in the bed. Guys, your hair drains are going to be filled and clogged with all of our hair. That's the attachment stage. <laughs> that is when you start, like, when you're just, you're, you're super happy about it, and then you start to, like, that's the traction stage kind of goes away, and then the attachment comes in, and now you're just, you're best friends with the person. I believe only my best friend can Dutch oven me. I don't want anybody to Dutch oven me, but I believe that I really have to be attached to this dude later on down the road for him to do that. Nobody's ever done that to me. Please don't. Now, number five. Forget about the future for now, which these are kind of all like, I'm just noticing these are all kind of going together, but do you have a five-year plan? Yeah, me too, okay? I did before, and then the universe fucking spit water out of its nose laughing at me because I had these expectations of the way my life was going to be. When I was five years ago, when I was 23, I had a plan that I was going to already be married and have kids by now, and I wasn't even big on marriage. I just thought that that was the way that it was going to be. I thought I was literally just going to be like, all right, well, I'm probably going to, like, stay in Florida. I'll get, like, a place on the beach, all that. Yeah, literally, the universe, like, was, like, like spit it all out laughing. He's like, bro, you don't even know. Okay, girl, you don't know what the fuck is up. I'm going to change your life. Don't make any fucking expectations. Don't make them. You can't schedule your love life. Plans don't fully work all the time. Sometimes they do. Some people are lucky. Or it's not even lucky because it's just like that's the way that your life was supposed to pan out. But don't have expectations because your life is going to happen either way. The future is going to happen inevitably. Inevitably. Inevitable? Inevitably. It's going to happen. The future is coming. 
stay in the present, okay? Don't think about the future too much right now because you're just going to fucking, you're going to set yourself up for failure. Now, I'm almost done with this. Sorry. But those were like the main things as to how to not get attached. Just keep doing your thing. Look at the flaws too. Don't only look at the good stuff because you're you're living in a fucking fairy tale wonderland here. Okay, unicorns are not real. Or they could be. Honestly, I don't know. I've done mushrooms before and I've seen some pretty fucking crazy shit. I've seen some a different world. I never you know, you never know what really is real. But there is some stuff out there that we don't know about. There is basically a fantasy land because but I'm not gonna get into, okay, I'm going into mushrooms now. But just don't live in that fantasy world, okay? Be realistic. And just keep doing, that's the main thing. Keep being yourself. Keep doing yourself. Literally, don't let him be the only thing that's giving you an orgasm. Because then you're putting too much pressure on him. And you're putting too much on the fucking relationship, okay? Have some expectations for yourself. Now, side note, don't meet his family or friends so quickly, okay, I moved in after five months, I met his, I met his friends, I think, on, like, the second date, and, like, it's just, you have to understand that, like, it's no longer, when you, when you get, like, family and friends involved in, like, your social circle, it's no longer two people getting to know each other anymore, it is two people getting to know each other with side, side notes everywhere, with the fucking peanut gallery all over, okay, get to know this person, fully, not, I mean, it doesn't, I mean, whatever, you're, obviously you're going to meet their friends and stuff, but don't, like, don't, like, go on vacation so quickly and stuff with friends and stuff, because they're going to either, either, if you do that, like, that you you bring a guy on vacation with your friends, like, either your friends are going to fall in love with him, and they're going to love him, and then say you kind of don't like him anymore, they're going to kind of be pushing him on you, same with family, and vice versa, so just don't do that, okay? It's no longer two people anymore. You gotta, you gotta, you, you have to keep it two people for now. So that was the last thing. So in conclusion, it's all science, baby. It's all science. It is, it's just the way it is. Our, that's the way our brains work. Don't get too attached so easily. Understand that everything is happening for a reason. Take it slow. Be present in the fucking moment. Do I have anything else? I don't think so. So, don't get genitalia hooked. Don't get dick hooked so quickly. I understand that if you find a dude who's able to eat you out and give you an orgasm, it's usually fucking impossible the first couple times, okay? Because men are really, I'm sorry, they're not good at it. And also, sometimes girls aren't good at giving blowjobs. But if you find a person that's just, like, really good at everything and they're just, like, killing it in your world and you just think that they're so great, understand that they have their flaws, too, just take fucking hit the e-brake for a second. Go. And pause for a second. Chill out. Live your life. Let it flow naturally. Okay? And that is it. I need to go to work because I'm literally going to, I'm probably not going to be doing anything today. And then I am on the road to Arizona. I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, what else? That's it. So I will, uh, I'll probably be posting another podcast while I'm in a hotel in Utah or New Mexico. I don't know what way I'm going, but I'll probably be posting another podcast because I'll be, you know, probably thinking of some other new stuff because that's all I do is think about shit. So I think about new things for you guys to listen to. 
so that is it i hope you guys have a great day i am walking out without my phone and okay here we go all right you guys have a beautiful day beautiful friday it's the weekend but also don't only think about the weekend as the best thing in the world every day is the best day okay you're on the fucking planet and it's moving and you're alive okay you don't have coronavirus which is really not that big of a deal anyways. A lot of people are going to get mad at me for saying that. But if you're healthy, just take care of yourself. Wash your fucking hands, okay? That's really all it is. And I'm going to go... Yeah, I got to go to work. All right. I love you guys. Have a great day.